0: Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. We're at episode number 1,693. <laughs> 93. Thank you so much for joining me for it. Thank you so much for subscribing to the show if you're doing that too. And thank you especially to the patrons who are supporting this show and helping deliver this daily dose of Star Wars joy to you by joining the community at patreon.com slash SW7X7. So, today we are going to talk... ...about Galaxy of Adventures again. We're going to do it for a couple more days because actually it turns out that we've got an interview coming up... ...that is related to Galaxy of Adventures. But back to the main point of this episode, which is Galaxy of Adventures and our initial review of this series. You know, I'm surprised that it's taken me nearly two months to get around to it, especially when you consider that each Galaxy of Adventures episode is about a minute long, give or take, and there have only been 15 of them released so far, and thus it'll take maybe 15 minutes of your time to watch them all. But I gotta say, they are excellently done, and it is certainly worth the investment of the 15 (laughs) minutes by a long shot. In fact, They're really, really good, actually. They are very well done. The energy is so dynamic. The animation is fantastic. I mean, kinetic. It really, like, just very visceral. Everything moves at a lightning pace. And the fact that they managed to do that using original dialogue from the movies, that, I think, is probably the biggest revelation about Galaxy of Adventures is that... The movies themselves hold up really well in this format. I mean, obviously, it's a lot different. I mean, if you're looking shot for shot at a scene from Galaxy of Adventures versus the similar scene that inspired it from an actual movie, certainly the movie seems a lot slower by comparison. But that being said, it's just a matter of editing that brings it into a new era, even with the existing dialogue. And when you throw in the music and you throw in the sound effects, oh my gosh, it really is done very well. And interestingly enough, they're talking about introducing Star Wars to kids at a younger age, as in an age where they're not necessarily ready for the movies yet. And, you know, watching these, I actually feel like Star Wars Resistance plays to a bit of a younger audience comparatively than Galaxy of Adventures does. I mean, it's you know because of its fast pace it's already tuned to i think a little bit more mature audience by comparison and i will also say that from a you know violence standpoint even though it's utterly bloodless i would actually say that galaxy of adventures in its places is more violent by comparison to say star wars resistance particularly the One with uh, Darth Vader, the ending of Rogue One that gets adapted into animated form, they don't pull any punches (laughs) with that scene. I mean, Rebel Troopers are getting thrown around left and right and are getting slashed, but you're not really seeing the effects of lightsaber slashing or anything like that, but I mean... They are not exactly leaving too much to the imagination. They are really going for it. And you know that's neither a you know compliment or a complaint per se. It's more just a straight up observation than anything else. Uh, I ultimately just as an adult viewer, I enjoyed the heck out of it and thought it was spectacularly well done. Um, if you are a purist for lack of a better way of putting it, then obviously something like this, is you know it's not going to be your cup of tea exactly and then depending on how you know what your level of purist is like if you think (laughs) that the special editions are an abomination and should be wiped from the face of the earth then yeah uh you know maybe you'll enjoy this maybe you won't because there are moments that are a little bit different in these from what they are actually in the movies. And, you know, there's one in particular where, like, if there's any purist blood in me, then, you know, there's one scene that just didn't quite line up for me. And I'll tell you about that a little later. But the one thing I will say, if I do have a, a, what I feel is a genuine, you know, critique of these, is that the Luke Skywalker that they portray in... Uh, In the animations that are from The Empire Strikes Back, I don't think they particularly capture the Luke from the movie very well. I mean, I think they do it very well with the Star Wars adaptations where he's very bright and doughy-eyed and just, you know, completely naive about the situation that he's in. And the Return of the Jedi one where he's facing off against Darth Vader with Emperor Palpatine there. You can see the maturity level there, and we know that there's a maturity level there from the movie, but The Empire Strikes Back, you know, he's three years out from the events of A New Hope, and he's obviously very good with a blaster and very good in a fight, but... In the actual movie, pretty much every time he picks up a lightsaber, he is just about out of his depth, and you can tell that he's out of his depth. Sometimes, like when he's on Dagobah, he seems like he's bringing that sort of cockiness and brashness and confidence that he has when he's using a blaster into those situations, but... He quickly learns that he's very out of his depth. And even when he has to go rescue his friends on Cloud City and face Darth Vader, yeah, he very much wants to face Darth Vader. He knows that he needs to take him on. But he quickly finds out that he's out of his depth in fighting Vader. And that's not how it's depicted in the animation. And, you know, for example, the Cloud City one, you know, that first segment of the fight... You know that he's feeling cocky, but he's overmatched and clearly so by Vader. And we don't really see that overmatched situation in part one of their lightsaber battle. In the second part, Luke is getting beat up mercilessly by Vader. And I grant you, you know, there's only so much time that they can work in stuff in these videos, but it doesn't come across that way in the animation. It looks like they are more or less evenly matched and Vader just happens to get a good shot in and throws him out the window instead of Luke just being beaten to a pulp by all the flying objects and then, you know, falling out the window instead. Um, That is definitely different and i feel like i i would rather have seen a characterization closer to what actually happened in the movie somehow but you know be that as it may it's you know a comparatively minor critique compared to the rest of what they did that was really awesome and yeah the one purest thing i'll tell you about that here in a second but First, hey, subscribe to the show here if you don't mind. And hey, consider putting something in the tip jar if you don't mind too as I prepare for a Star Wars celebration in Chicago and making sure that I deliver wall-to-wall coverage for you while I'm there. If you appreciate that sort of thing, then I hope you'll consider joining me at patreon.com sw7x7. So the one thing that probably gets closest to my, you know, you know, what purest cells I have in my body is the Luke versus the Wampa one where they show Luke hanging by his feet. And pretty much the bottom line of it is, is that I just love the Hoth sequence of the Empire Strikes Back more than anything else in any other Star Wars movie and so it's a little bit difficult to see things happen differently there for me in particular there's a voiceover from Obi-Wan while he's hanging there trying to get his lightsaber to go and we know of course that that doesn't actually happen in the movie and it was kind of neat in its way because it almost feels like oh you're getting to hear something that could be Luke's internal monologue but yeah it wasn't quite the way it happened and Luke actually destroying the Wampa's cave and getting thrown from the cave in a you know, collapse of the support pillars and a blast of all the snow out. Uh, yeah, you know, it's still exciting animation. Absolutely. You know, there's that one part of me where I'm like, no, he barely survived and he stumbled out of there. He doesn't look as cool as that. And we're not teaching the kids right, you know? So, <laughs> so this will be my official get off my lawn statement about that and enough said about that ultimately again very exciting very well done and very much worth your time to check out and that is going to do it for this episode of the show thank you so much for joining me for it as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be